TV If you're conscious, why you hating? Some of us think too small, just too afraid to fall If you're conscious and awake, you know that the studio gets deep And history in the making Let's get up from the fall Wives up and take it all a long time ago that I personally had got tired of going back and forth with the Hebrews, right? I personally got tired of the nonsense. I called it tomfoolery. So basically what I did was, right, I went into extensive research, right, in the Nile Valley, which is 4,100 miles long, right? Largest river in the world, okay? Now, the point was made with lying Lex and, what's the, and, and Shaka, right? Because <laughs> he'd be lying, man. Come on with all I that. Said, they always play this game. You can get any history book, right? Classroom textbook, college textbook, right? And they'll clearly say that Egypt is as old as Sumer, right? They'll probably take it back to 3,400 years, and they might even give Sumer a little bit older. Mm. Okay. So the point that, that, that really needs to be made is that Egypt, right, is not the beginning civilization of the Nile, Okay. Whereas Osuma is really a colony of a Nile Valley civilization. So we're talking about two different things, two different ideas. I'm going to say it again. Suma is a colony of Nile Valley civilizations, right? And so, like, tomorrow we're going to get into 80,000-year-old uh, structures in Nubia, right? We'll get into Napata Playa, okay? 6,000 years, right? There's no Egypt at this particular juncture. So when you talk about Nama unifying, right? So if you're going to unify something, you have to have two groups. Two cultures to unify, right? What was the unifying? That means it was something already there. Okay, so like the elders always told us, that Egypt is a culmination of African science from Uganda, Kenya, Oboe River, Tanzania, Lake Chad, right? Really, the, the, the nations I just named really make up Nubia. That's something they won't tell you, okay? So at the end of the day, right, Nubia, Kush, okay, Nile Valley civilization, okay, is some of the oldest civilizations on the planet, okay? Based off of West Africa, East Africa, South Africa, right? Dealing with river systems, right? We took a class in Nubia, right? Smash, real fast, man, because you're the Magi. See, it just wouldn't be right, you know what I'm saying? If we don't let the Magi get up on here, right? And so we don't even argue with Hebrews. There's no, there's no Israelites, okay, at 3400 BCE. There's no Israelites at 1500 BCE. There's no Israelites to around 800 BCE where, where, where you start to find texts. Not, not, not what they miscall scriptures, right? Because I refuse to call them scriptures. All right? They're not divine to me, right? It's only a scripture if it's divine to your culture, okay? Get that straight, right? So Israelites do not pop their little head up to around 600 BCE, and not to mention Jerusalem is ruled by Egypt anyway at 1200 BCE. Okay, so we don't even argue with them dudes, all right? So we've extended it, right? We have done extensive research in Nile Valley culture. So Magi, where you at, man? Arrows up, baby. Where you at? Come give it to them a little bit. Tell them, tell them why we don't even start in Egypt. Who does that? Who starts in Egypt? 
Not I'm Rosquad. Did you ain't never heard this? What up? What up? Black African powers. The Magi. I'm a Rosquare. Arrows up. Uh, I guess we touching on various topics tonight. And I guess what what, what was your question, Sonetta? Why we never talk about? Well, being a Magi, we don't start with Egypt. We start in Nubia, actually. You know what I'm saying? But even the reason why Kemet is Kemet, or if we all understand the flow of the Nile coming from south to north, we got to understand the substrate in the area, which would allow, okay, we got this limestone substrate in the areas of Nubia, and also in the sandstone in Nubia and the limestone in Kemet. So if you're thinking about the flow of the Nile, and then we talk about the black land, the, the, the water could not even, or the flow could not even cut out a flood plain to allow agriculture to develop in the areas of Nubia. This developed in Kemet. You see what I'm saying? So this Kemet was, because of the flow of the Nile going up for it, and because of, again, like I say, we got this limestone substrate that was easy to tear through. It created a flood plain, which allowed Kemet to be Kemet. So if you can follow what I'm saying, it was because actually everything flowed from south to north, from Nubia to Kemet. Uh, we wouldn't even call it the black land if it was not for these reasons. But then again, we also got, we got more than that. We got, you can follow the pottery. I mean, you could go back to the Abkhan Neolithic. Before that, we'll get into uh, what we call eggshell wares or the, the thin eggshell pottery or the development of pottery, which we find in Nubia, not in Kemet and not in Sumer. It all predates. And why would we refer to the pottery? Because we're talking about technology. Uh, I was I was dealing with the pottery, but you switched up on me real nice and neat, real quick, huh? Yeah. Well, I really want to substantiate why Nubia is so fundamental. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then we could touch on that topic in a minute. But I was I was just trying to build on the fact that when we talk about African technology and the developments of African technology, it primarily comes out out of Nubia. Uh, before the Abkhan Neolithic period, I think we can go back to, I, I can't even recall because I'm kind of nice right now, I'm going to keep it real. And I didn't even want you to do me like this. No, I'm like, what is you doing? You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I want them to know the reason why Egypt or Kemet was Kemet was because of everything that flowed down the river up into these areas. I could keep it going again because we're talking about agri agriculture developing these areas. We talk about the, uh, the Marho. Oh, let's think about we go going to the Medunetta, which I'd like to see anybody deal with the Medunetta. Y'all know the Marho are the tool that was actually used by, uh, to represent the knee suit, also meant love, was actually simply an agricultural tool that was used in the areas that we call Kemet, and we can't find... Uh, we can't find a use of this tool so much to speak in, in uh, sub-Saharan Africa or in Nubia. And so this is what I'm trying to say is the fact that, I said it two or three times, the fact that the flow of the river, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the substrate of the Nile, I mean the substrate of the areas of chemists was so much softer than that, Nubia made chemists by that way, and two more, two or three more ways. Now how you like that? Yeah, see, and, and it's 2015, so basically what you can do is you, you can put the archaeology together, uh, that, that 80,000-year-old find that they found, that Nubian structure, is vital to understanding technology, right? 
what it did was it changed the thinking of Europeans. It didn't change the thinking of our uh, ancestors, okay, Dr. Ben uh, Finch, you know what I'm saying, Chancellor Williams, they understood that because they used to try to say the technology was started outside of Africa first, completely forgetting about the Stone Age, right? So we deal with Stone Age implements, right? You go back to, read the book uh, UNESCO, and I tell everybody to read that book, it's very, very vital. That you, most people just deal with the conference the Diops went to, right? But, but let's go a little bit farther with that. At this particular uh, juncture in time, right, Europeans must have been feeling good. They say, well, hell, what we're going to do is we'll get a team of scientists, right, to tell the general history of Africa. And so they used two-thirds black scientists, right? What they came up with is they came up with an eight-value set. The first set is important, and I challenge everybody in this room, it's a free read online, okay? Read that, okay, because it's dealing with subject matter and it's dealing with uh, uh, your method, your methodology. Uh, it's called uh, uh, the first book, UNESCO, all right? UNESCO. You, you know, absolutely. But, but what they did was they had two-thirds Africans, and they had uh, Theophile Banger, all of them is in the list of works, right? So you can't really say, oh, that's a white people. You can't do it, okay? And what they was doing was they recognized, Europeans recognized that, wait a minute, the history has been told through the eyes of the oppressor. Give them a chance, right, to tell their story, okay? So basically, it's dealing with methodology, Right? So when I was dealing with Inky, I was saying basically your methodology is sloppy. Not the fact that you got references and sources. It's the methodology, the way you're putting it together, which was sloppy. So if you tighten up your methodology, Inky, then we could probably get a better understanding of that. There you go, that's UNESCO right there. And I'm not really throwing shots. I'm just telling you that this is vital. It's called methodology, your method. Right? So when you deal with the word metanature, the first, um, no, go, go to the actual website. Go to the actual website. You can hit that, but go go to it, it's it's so, it's totally sissed out. But the point is that first book, man, deals with methodology, man. Okay, how did they get to? And when you go to that conclusion, right? No, that's not it. That's just that it, that might be just it, right? But you gotta go to the actual website, Inky. Yeah, that's it. That might be it. That's a PDF. It's gonna take a minute. It's gonna take a minute to load, right? And so I challenge everybody, right, to actually. Stop. They want to remedy the ignorance. Obviously, our community hasn't read that yet because they're very, very ignorant to that. This is in 1964. They was trying to remedy that. Now, why was they trying to remedy it? Look, check it out. Therefore, upon then the utmost African and non-African experts, these experts represented 35 years, right? What's that? A cooperation between more than 230 historians, other specialists, and was overseen by what? An international scientific community. So science is an international endeavor. All right? The white man's science shit is out the door. Watch this. It says, which comprised of what? Two-thirds Africans. Right, but that first book deals with methodology. When you deal with the metanature, the metanature literally means the method. Okay? So our Nile Valley African scholars, right, understood the method. This is essential work. That's why people can't even get around the Amara Squad, because you would first have to read that first book to understand where we're coming from and the methodology that we're using, right? So now it's 2015, right? Dealing with the method, right? We start to deal with DNA, all right? And in dealing with DNA, we can literally tell based off of gene mutations, right? Who was in these areas? Was, the, was our elders right? Was they wrong? Was they missing a little bit? Was they mixing brown skin? Call them what was they doing, right? So in Gozi, that's what I need you to do. 
Talk to them about Suma. Talk to them about the Marsh Arabs. Talk about the different markets up and down the Nile into Suma. And this is when the picture starts to get clear. Well, let's do it right now. You can kill it right now. Shit, we'll kill them again. Kill them again. Kill him again. So, so. Why is that? Who says that? Me too. Ingozi is dope too. Yeah, that's Ingozi is nice. Ingozi is hot. Y'all niggas is better, bro. Y'all crazy as hell. You're doing all right. Ingozi is on fire. Basically, the way to get to the history is to learn methodology, man. So I want to make sure everybody understands that it's not the fact that, that, that you don't have good information, that you don't have good information, we, that we don't have good. The difference between the squad and everybody else is, is their method is sloppy. How do you get to your information? You can't start out with a preconceived notion. That's the trick as a researcher. Are all, we all want to do it. They was black people. We start out with that preconceived notion, and we find information that proves that they was black. Everybody did it, Renika Rashidi, everybody black now. And that's my man. And I was riding with him. I ain't shine no, I'm not, no, this man has traveled the globe. Right, he has traveled far more than me, right? But just because you travel the globe and you see, uh, that's why we so blessed to have this young brother in Gozi, man. That's why I'm glad he's here, man. Listen, man, because he stayed in my ear. Dog, being nice, because he could have bust me out. He was big. Look, man, phenotypes. Nature can trick you. Because nature, because you can, I can look at you, I'm like, that nigga sub-Saharan, jet black nigga. But you could still be Hindu, you, you could be Adam Eve's Island. That don't mean that you sub-Saharan African because you look in the way you look. Nature don't work the way we want nature to work. Right? And so that's it, why I, I was telling you you was out of your league. I wasn't out of my league. I wasn't. Basically, what I was saying was the method. Dude, I read, I'll show you what the fuck I read, nigga. I'm saying the information that he was spitting, they was right, but they was all in different categories, right? But the method was sloppy. That's not a knock against him. Once he learned the method, then what? And, and to understand what science is, science is not I come up with something, source it out, and say this is science is saying, okay, niggas, I just did it. Here you go. Come back with your shit. That's science, right? That's science. And so when the racist white supremacy try to play that little game, you know what I'm saying, you can catch them. Yeah, they try to skew the numbers. Yeah, that's why it's so important for our babies to get involved in science and technology. So they can sit there and look at them, hold on, man, they, they don't look right. So if we just sit back and say, that's a white man's science and don't get involved, then will they leave the community? So it's important for us to be at the forefront of science. It's important for Minister Inge to continue to be in science. It's important for you to be in science. It's important if we just say it's a white man thing and turn our back on it and try to create our own thing based off a of sloppy methodology, then where will we be at? And I appreciate you and I appreciate this because often, you know, I hear a lot of people saying, I hear a lot of people saying, y'all brothers, don't get along. Y'all brothers are constantly going at one another. But this is a building session. This is what we need. You know what I'm saying? That brother is adding on to sharpen, you feel me? Our eventual step into a larger stage with this information so it could be pliable. So here we are in Atlanta where we got Georgia Tech, where we have CDC. You know what I'm saying? Where we have notable institutions, Morehouse, 
I think they got schools of science in Morehouse and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? Emory, we got Emory. You feel me? So this is the premier place where the children that will be sucked out of our communities by the brain drain and sent into these other institutions are at gaining this information and learning about methodology and learning about all of these practices. And now we have this conference. You know what I'm saying? Now we have you know, the stalwarts of this new information coming forth. I learned so much from this brother today. I've been hearing about Ngozi for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Same way that I was hearing about our brother Magi for a minute. But when I got an opportunity to actually experience this genius, I'm like, we are right. You feel me? So as long as we can just pull that together and shave off all of the, you know, the extra parts that this part, you know what I'm saying, is friction in with this part and what have you but as you showed earlier you know friction is what creates that electricity and that energy to come forth you feel me and we're gonna need that charge to bring forth change so i want to just for the viewers out there that are constantly because i you know as i travel the country i constantly hear in my ear people chirping about you know why the brothers always debating why they never getting along this is a perfect demonstration you know of different divergent views getting together and being able to shape one another without actually clashing. You feel me? And the people benefiting from learning, you know, and walking away with a different concept to say, damn, if I want to expand this information to a larger audience, maybe I do need to tighten up, you know, my presentation in, in, in terms of methodology. That's not personal. I'm just saying that we can understand what the brother's saying. You feel me? So... At the Kaiden, yeah. we have brothers from Senegambia, uh -huh. which would be that were singing. Even our Haratin brothers, and then the Romans. They grew in numbers and took over. They go back to the uh, the, uh, the Jojo uh, Jobotsi dynasty, which goes back to Damat, and then when Damat collapsed in 800 BC, it forms Oxum in 300 BC. So you had Semitic people coming back into Africa through trade, way before King Azana was born. The same King Azana who destroyed Moro, who had a lot to do with killing the Nubians. He was basically one of the earliest house niggas. I just want to say that. <laughs> yeah, but everybody, 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 everybody tried to use. They've been using that for a long time. I'll tell you the name of the book. Yeah. It was a white boy wrote it. The thing is with the thing is with what these people they're using. <laughs> they use. They. They you from Benin, right? The Haitians are from Benin. Is with the sun moon coming up, I mean, the, the blood moon coming up, right. do we think that Birdo might try to work some shit on Floyd Mayweather tomorrow night? <laughs> <laughs> That's a much more relevant question than is Osiris Nimrod. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, that's mythical, man. Yeah, the Nimrod, the Nimrod and Osiris thing. A lot of the Hebrews are using racial, racist Jews. They hate Africans, so they use racist Jews. As they, they, they use their what their claims because they hate African. And to be honest with you, Ham ain't even black. If we want to be honest, if you study original Hebraic script, Ham was the son of Noah. When they talk about the Hamito race in Egypt, they're talking about Eurasians, brown-skinned Eurasians coming back in, not the indigenous people of the Nile. So we're not people of Ham either. These are all Semitic stories coming from people of Iraq and Iran or the Euphrates area. It has nothing to do with us. And Kush only means lowland, anybody south. You got Indus Kush in India, 
You got an inch cushion Africa. So Kush can be a Nilo-Saharan speaker. It could be a black Dravidian. It only means lowland. So we got to be careful with that. So biblical stuff, it, 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 it don't add up. So we're not the hermetic group. Ham only means hot. You see it right here. You see the Horn of Africa. You see tropical West Africa. You see Africa Great Lakes region. You see the Sahelian region, which is where a lot of the Fulani come from West Sudan all the way through Mauritania through the Sahel Belt. You see it all right here. All this explains the affinities of who these people in Kemet was genetically. They were sub-Saharan Africans. They had tropical limbo portions, and they had tropical body plans, according to Soikieta, which show and prove that genetically they were us, coming out of the West, out of the Sahara, and coming out of the Sudan, going backwards and forth for thousands of years. This is who we are. Not the northern Mediterranean Egyptian who's been mixing with your agents for a long time. For yeah, a long time. They tell you that in the destruction of black civilization. Yeah, but if y'all just look at it, you can see the different mixes in there. Yeah, you can see a lot, you can see a little Eurasian blood in there. Because even when you study um um what's the sister name? Agnotin's mother, Queen T. Her father, Ua, his Y chromosome was haplogroup P, which goes back to the Mytenians, which shows that one time period we had different groups of people coming into Africa. Going to our schools, getting educated, and getting started working. So she was mixed too. Yeah, like it's an electric fence or something. You understand? Yeah, the libertine, the libertine affinity, this is this is what it is. This is Yuya right here. This is two year Yuya. You see the percentage right there, so it's, it's a low percentage, but somewhere down the line, they had some Eurasian ancestry. Libertine is the Levant. That's that Palestinian area. You see that affinity there. European. Early Eurasians. But they were they were predominantly African, clearly. But they did have, they were tropical, but they still had some Eurasian variation, just like the average African-American or the Africans of the diaspora. So That's I, a fact. I said, I think we put that electric fence up and say, nigga, don't People can't Africa go backwards and forth. Yeah. So it ain't even called African. People are what? How you like to say that? The herds? They were different, they were different tribes. I mean, I mean, no, no the, the omnivores followed, I mean, the herbivores mm -hmm. followed the plants. Uh, and, then, and then from the herbivores following the plants, you know what I'm saying, the, um, the carnivores followed herbivores, and the omnivores, which is us, followed both. That's right. That's what we did. And this is just how humans migrated. We followed the trail of what animals was doing. This is what happened. So there was no electrical fence, fences between people going into Africa and going out of Africa. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. And then weather changed. Weather changed. Different eco-zones. Plants dry up. People go backwards and forward. They go a Dravidian. If you look at the Dravidian, he's clearly black, but genetically he's not an African. Not to mention that these type of people gave birth to the early Caucasian groups that we were talking about earlier. So... He's black. Melanin is one thing. Look at, his, look, at his, look at the phenotype. Mutation starts through the genome first before it shows in the phenome. The phenome. Look at the brother. I mean, he's black. But a lot of these type of people work at 7-Eleven, and they racist, and they don't like you at all. At all. You know what I'm saying? So we got to be, I mean, it, it is what it is. You know, they're they crazy. I mean, but that's why I like the science of genetics now, because it kind of, you know what I mean, it, it puts a good, uh, excellent perspective on it. And like the skin map, I know y'all probably talk about that. That's a valuable tool. Nina right Jablaski, zone one, zone two, and zone three. Man, that's, that, that's serious work right there, man. Correct. And a lot of people say, well, man, I'm going to deal with that. Well, Mike. That's because the people in the world can't hear you. I want to talk about the goddamn world, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to people in this world. Well, being that you got the mic, you know, I like, I like to let y'all talk about this, man, so y'all can clear a lot of stuff up. You know, you got a group of people out there now calling you a chicken killer. Yeah. All you do is kill chickens and take yeah. the blood. And I know you've seen them comments. Yeah, but you know, know you know what that represent? That this nigga ain't scared to follow custom and motherfucking traditions. Mm. Y'all bitch ass niggas on y'all knees praying to fucking holy ghosts. All right, let's get that straight. All right, so I respect my custom and goddamn traditions. Regard, that's why I'm a real black atheist, because I don't believe that shit. 
I don't believe that Jesus Christ could save black people. I don't believe the one nigga that couldn't save his own ass, you know what I'm saying, could save anybody. So let's just get that straight and established, right? So really our ancestors were kidnapped victims, right? Niggas today are slave because of our mentality. Our mentality is slave mentality. So the question is asked, right? If someone was to kick this door down, okay, shoot the sister in the head, rape the brother, you know what I'm saying, murder half of the room, and then throw this book right here and say, yeah, in this book will contain the very thing that will save you from what we just did. Y'all would say, nigga, you crazy. But ain't they did with, ain't they, what they did with the Bible and the Quran? So why do you follow it? PTSS, post-traumatic slave syndrome. Professor Smalls talked about that. Stockholm Syndrome, where you start to replace, you know what I'm saying, your oppressor, where the victim follows the victimizer. You know what I'm saying? We victims in this thing right here, yo. But we act the other way, okay? So now what? So now we destroy each other, all right? We destroy each other based off living European culture. So it ain't never been about how dark you are, how light you are. I ain't forgot that though, uh, uh, <laughs> that dark skin, light skin thing that kind of him and Polite played. That shit was a little bit bogus. I'm just going, I'm going to say it, right? You know what I'm saying? So I big up dark skin people, but I big up light skin people and all the colors in between because that's sub-Saharan African. You know what I'm saying? This is simple. Right? There is no one color to be African. That's racism, white supremacy. I, I'm just saying, I mean, I mean, look, 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 look around the room right now. Look at the diversity. But that's why we here. That's why we got that seven million year old history. Based, hold on, based off the diversity. What you got asking? And by no means. Damn, when I was selling heroin and crack, nigga, I ain't know nothing about that shit. <laughs> What the fuck is going on, nigga? All about <laughs> who knew, nigga? Look, who knew? Oh, nigga, who, nigga, who knew? I didn't hear you did say it. Nigga, you wouldn't hear me say shit. Nigga, you wouldn't hear me say nothing. Yo, where my motherfucking money at, nigga? That's what you heard me say. Shit, talk about yo. You crazy as hell, yo. Yeah, what was that comment? Exclusive footage that you will not get anywhere else unless you're here or you on the live stream. Um, he said he was selling heroin and crack. So what, nigga? At least I can admit it. Least I can admit the pain and the torch I gave to the community. Most niggas can't even live up to that shit. So that's why I teach so motherfucking hard. That's why I bang on that motherfucking bullshit, yo. Cause I gotta give back to the goddamn people. You know what I'm saying? That's that real shit right there. So niggas be undercover doing shit, you know what I'm saying? Won't stand up as men and women. You know what I'm saying? Yo, fuck all that shit, man. The only way you can get that shit off you is to talk about it. So I want the people to know who they dealing with. You're not dealing with no motherfucking preacher, all right? You ain't dealing with that. You're dealing with a real motherfucker. That at any motherfucking moment, I might just lose my mind again. So what I'm saying is, yo, let's just work together with this. So yeah, we bang on the Hebrews, but at the end of the day, yo, if we stop fucking with the Hebrews, who gonna fight? That's right. Nigga, I ain't jumping out there like that. I've been shot up three motherfucking times. Let them young niggas do what they gotta do. I've been on the motherfucking front line. I know what it feel like to get shot up. Most niggas don't know what it mean to get shot. Talking all that tough shit, like, like, in the black fucking radio. You know what I'm saying? I got y'all niggas, you know what I'm saying? I got them, but them niggas talk a lot of shit on that motherfucking radio. Like Queen Noble and everybody. Y'all talking shit, man. Y'all don't really want that shit. Yeah, I got you, Queen Noble. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas talk too much shit about what y'all gonna do to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't ready for that. Who? Michael Evans? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna bang you in your mouth when I see you. I mean that shit. I promise you that. Right, wrong, going different, nigga. You can't even apologize to me, so you know what that is. All right? So I'm just saying, but at, at, at the end of the day, man, 
telling how you gonna do this to the white person, how you gonna do that to that white person, man. Look, them niggas out technology your motherfucking ass. That's why you ain't ready for the white man, dog. The white man doing this for you. This is a physics magazine. September, right? You know what I'm saying? 1998, they big up in your black ass. And the best thing you can do is that's white man science. But look at this. This is talking, this is in a physics magazine. Alright? And they big up in, look at this. These this Nubians right here, dog. So, so, so Europeans in this magazine. That, so they reading this, bruh. So why you talking about, I'm going to get the white man, nigga? He out technology. So at the end of the day, the thing that made us great was our science and technology. So I'm saying tomorrow going to be a good day, yo. I think so, yo, to get a whole group of people talking about science, man. Anybody else technology. Come on, brother. Hey, Ben. Um, I refuse. Jill, what's up, man? Don't let the pill get it. Once, once he get it, the mic is going to disappear, yo. He going to have it for an hour. What want me to talk about, man? I, no, no, hold on. Hold on, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Ben, that's super long wind, yo. That's the, <laughs> hey, yo, here it come. No, 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 wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I don't give it to us. It's a trick. Hold on. It's no real quick. I'm going to give it to you. It's not a real quick. No, no, no. I'm not. They got, when I went to New York, they all got me with that trick. Hold on, real quick. Real quick. And I've never seen it again. I'm not going to give it to you. Baltimore, nigga, yo. You can't get this. <laughs> Hold on, I won't. No, no, no. I don't believe that. Nope. Now listen. Look, look. This man went there. He just come back from the valley, right? And he brought back an, a picture of a serious document, right? You know, we read the destruction of black civilization. I tell everybody to read that, right? But in that book, in a chapter called Writing, it talks about this all African script that predate the Egyptian script, all in the temples. He brought that back. You can see that. They can't even translate the shit. Let's talk about that since they want to talk that Sumer shit. Tell them about some first-hand shit, yo. Well, when you go to uh, Aswan, uh, in the Nubian Museum, they got these artifacts on the wall, uh, two stones. And uh, the metal nature, first of all, you can tell they don't know what they're looking at because they hung it up to the side. Um, when you're looking at it the right way, uh, it's pre-dynastic Medunetra, basically. And it's very different from the uh, dynastic period Medunetra in the, first of all, in the stone that they're using and the way they're writing the characters. So I wish I could uh, pull it up real quick. But basically, because um, uh, I didn't bring it. <laughs> but uh, basically, uh, we did a, a show on it. You can catch it on the Armin Ross Squad show. But... No, that's the Cairo Museum. No, with the Taharka and Shabaka right there in the corner. Yeah, that's the museum. That's the museum. And uh, uh, below that is the museum as well. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, Shabaka and Taharka right there. And that is the uh, Nub uh, Nubian Museum right there. And when you go in there, uh, they basically got the pre-dynastic Medunetra, which the guys will tell you they're having extreme trouble in reading and deciphering it, partly because of damage, but the other part is the characters are different. And that's what people got to understand with Medunetra. Different dynastic periods had different, they had trouble reading other dynastic periods Medunetra because of what Ngozi was talking about with the mixing. Some of these dynastic periods... They didn't understand their ancestors because of the mixing. So when you're talking about Medunetra, you, gotta, you can't just lump it all together. You got to study different dynastic periods of Medunetra. And that's what people aren't getting. So when they say, oh, you can't read Medunetra, these brothers in Gozi and Unk, we study Medunetra from different dynastic periods. And it's going to be different. Characters change, meanings change. Just like the meaning of the word hotep, you'll find several different meanings for hotep. 
So I believe one of the brothers was talking about hotep means sacrifice. But, but, you'll, but you find 13 different sentences and all of them have to do with different things. They might have to do with funerary rites. They might have to do with peace offerings because the, the basis meaning of hotep is to be at rest, to sit, to be at peace. So when you're talking about that, that has nothing to do with sacrifice. But they take a peace offering and say, oh, it must be a sacrifice because it's a peace offering. But that's not true. I could offer you a plant and it'd be a peace offering. I could offer you some food and it'd be a peace offering. That doesn't mean it's a sacrifice. So people are taking that peace offering and running away with it because they want Kemet to be either sexual deviants or hoodoo voodoo people. And that's just not who we are. So first of all, when you're talking about voodoo, that's an ancient African practice. But they want us to be cutting off people's heads and sacrificing them to a sar, and that's not true. <laughs> Well, first of all, Pharaoh and or Sutan are not comedic words. You would be talking about Nasut Bitsi. And that would be the name for uh, king in Kemet. And for uh, queen, it would be Nasit Bitsi. See, we got to be very careful when we're talking about Medunetra. We need to be very specific when we use these comedic words because they lumped it all together and they said Pharaoh. But that, Pharaoh is actually a Hebrew word. Do the methodology on that, you'll find out that Pharaoh is not an African word. That's what the uh, European attached to the king. So we use Nasit and Nasut, and you'll see the actual uh, glyphs when you go into tombs. You'll see Nasut Bitty all the time, and it'll be accompanied by a Shanu, which has the uh, Nasut's name in it. For example, uh, Ramses, which is really Ursa Ma'at Rasef Tepin Rabba Mesumeri So that is his name. So we need to be very specific when we're talking about Medunetch. Always, Magi. Always. No, no, stay with me. I got a question for you. Hey, Benjamin. I need you with me. Uh, I want to talk about the honorific transposition that you mentioned about uh, the suiting or, or suiting. Because I was one who sometimes wanted to challenge that because I couldn't find a reason why certain words was... Uh, Transpose. You see what I'm saying? And so when it comes down to the term suiting, I kind of defend this uh, SETI stance on it, even though I know what I learned about uh, honoring things in a term or in a word, exactly, that we put things that are honorable in, in the Medu Nature, we put things that are honorable foremost. But what phrase or what point of the term suiting is being honored when we transpose it? You see what I'm saying? That's a real tough question. Uh, if you want to break down uh, sutin, I don't. I'm be honest with you. I don't even use the word sutin. I I mainly use nasut because number one, that's what you see all over the tombs. You'll see nasut. You won't see the word sutin. So when you go into the uh, tombs like uh, Ipidasut or Ipireset and uh, Waset or what some people call Luxor, you're gonna see. Nasit Bitti, Nasut Bitti. You won't see the word sutin in the tomb, so that's why I don't even really deal with the word. Oh, that's good. That's what I found in my research when you when we read it, it's actually written sutin, but then we transpose, I think, the su plant, which makes the S U sound, and then we got the T and the N. It's actually spelt that way, but then the rule allows us to say ni suit. 
and I, I, I asked uh, various scholars what logogram or ideogram or phenogram in the, the word nisut or sutin are we honoring? Is it the soup plant? Because if the soup plant is being honored, and then it, it would, but in writing, but then it would go in the end when we say it. So it would be knee suit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so I just putting out there, not as really, just to open up the floor. Like sometimes I feel like the knee suit suit thing when we go into it, mm -hmm. it's still open for some discussion. You know? The jury's still out. <laughs> I definitely understand what you're saying. And that's what people, when we deal with Medunetra, that's what you got to understand. Uh, when you're looking at these kings, these nasuts, names look very closely at the names because every name in Kemet is like a spell it's like a it's like a rite so when you're talking about Ursa Ma'atra, Septeparah, Mesomeri, Amun, Amun's last but when writing it it's going to be different you know what I'm saying because Amun is a uh, you know the hidden one so when we're talking about that you know Medunetra is a very uh, mysterious science and uh it's definitely something everybody should study when they, if you want to teach about Kemet, definitely. We about to take this picture. Right. Let's get up from the fall, wise up and take it all. 